Hello, my beautiful sister, and welcome to the Healed Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Samara Barrett, and this podcast is brought to you by Healed Woman. I'm so excited to embark on this journey to wholeness with you. So Healed Woman exists to equip and empower women just like you to overcome toxic mindsets through Christ-centered recovery. You can think of this podcast as an open, honest, and safe space to unpack painful lived experiences while I attempt to answer some of your burning questions. So are you ready to get up out of your grave, sis? If so, then I'll see you in my next episode. What is up, my beautiful sisterhood? Welcome back to another episode of the Healed Woman podcast. I am your host, Samara Barrett, and I'm super excited you decided to click on this particular episode because you know I already have the tea for you. So before we jump into the man that wants to change you, sis, if you are new here, I want to give you a warm welcome to the Healed Woman community. We are a community of believers, of sisters who are on fire for two things. One, we aspire to become women of extraordinary faith. And two, we are overcoming toxicity, toxic abuse and mindsets, toxic mindsets and abusive relationships through Christ-centered recovery. So if this sounds like a community you would love to be a part of, or if you're already an OG subscriber, we welcome you or welcome you back. And we are going to jump right into today's episode, which is all about changing to be with a person. My dear, the question for today, is it wrong to change for a person or a relationship? Now, this was a really interesting one when I got this question in. And I actually had to sit and think about it for a second because there are actually many ways to address this question. So I'm going to hit it from two distinct angles. And then, of course, we're going to wrap up with a little bit of spiritual insight about the man that wants to change you. So again, the question on the floor, is it wrong to change for a person or relationship? The first viewpoint I want to address you know, or attack this question is changing in terms of improving yourself before entering a relationship, because that is the only way that I can see how this is a healthy change, quote unquote, when it involves improving yourself before entering into a relationship. And there's several stipulations. So let's address this first. I would say yes, it is healthy to improve yourself, to invest in yourself and to pour into yourself or allow the Holy Spirit to pour into you before you were able to pour into another person relationally, intimately, romantically or in a partnership. Okay, so that's healthy. I think that shows maturity. I think it shows, you know, a a forward facing mindset. I think it shows spiritual evolution that you would take some time out before entering into a relationship or, you know, asking God to bless you with, you know, the marriage blessing or to bless you with a successful relationship that you are like, Lord, I do see some areas where I could use some growth and development and healing. Okay. I think it is, it shows awareness. It shows that you are aware of the areas in which you need developing, healing, maturing, and God's pruning. Okay. My dear here at Healed Woman, we are no strangers to the pruning season. Remember, I have addressed this topic numerous times on both my channel and a little bit here on the podcast. But for those who are, you know, first time listeners or new to, you know, God's pruning process, We get that analogy from John chapter 15 verses 1 through 5. It could even extend to verses 9 if I remember correctly. And that is basically where the Lord says, I am here to prune. I am the vine dresser. My son is the vine and you are the branches. Okay, my dear, we've talked about this so much. Like it's like etched into my memory that the Lord is the vine dresser. He is pruning. He is taking away branches that do not bear fruit and, you know, pruning and honing the ones that do. So the Lord is absolutely going to prune all of us relationally and emotionally and spiritually before he even partners 
partners us with someone who could be our kingdom spouse or our purposeful partner or however you want to label it the man god has for you or the woman god has for you if you are a brother listening he's absolutely going to prune you before he pairs you okay the, the pruning is inevitable you can't escape god's pruning process okay he always takes us through a pruning season a season of separation of isolation of maturation evolution before we are elevated okay so elevation can look like a new level it can look like you know introduction to new relationships it can look like a new business connection or a new business partnership it can even look or involve look like or involve a new physical location or relocation like the lord desires to take us from glory to glory from faith to faith and those are those are levels they're not just spiritual places they're actual actual places in our life where we are in a new season of being connected with destiny helpers along the way so yes that process in terms of allowing the lord to renew your mind purify your heart cleanse your spirit you know he is re how do i want to say um He's renewing your appetite. Yes, he's renewing your appetite. He is introducing you to a new level of eating, okay? A new level of spiritual nutrition. And that change is inevitable. Some people don't, you know, some people don't submit to the Lord's pruning and his changing. And so they do remain the same. But if you're going to change for anybody, let it be for God, sis, okay? Let it be for God, okay? Do not change yourself with a person in mind okay so that's the stipulation of this question yes it is absolutely okay to change in terms of self-improvement but do not change thinking oh i want to marry this specific person and in order to be with them i have to be this specific i have to have these specific traits or attributes and so i'm going to on my own develop these traits and attributes so that i can be appealing to this person that's not how godly partnerships work, okay? The Lord, and the Lord is going to pair us with whom he sees fit, and he is going to mature us and evolve us and develop us to be able to be that person's, you know, missing puzzle piece or to be able to fit into that person's life like a missing puzzle piece. But we are changed and improved and developed through the power of the Holy Spirit, okay? You changing and investing in yourself on your own without the influence of the Holy Spirit, without the power, love, and sound mind, you know, those gifts from the Holy Spirit is probably going to backfire. So allow God to mature you and develop your gifts, your talents, your spiritual gifts, okay? He's going to introduce you to purpose in this season, and you will naturally, through the power of the Holy Spirit, become the person you aspire to be. And you'll also become the person God is creating you to be, molding you to be, pruning you to be in this season. So as we wrap up this point, I want you to know it's hard work, you know, changing yourself for yourself, allowing the Holy Spirit to change you. It's hard work, but self-improvement is always a good investment, my dear. You will always have a very large return on investment when you are investing in yourself. As beautiful as it is to improve yourself and to want to invest in yourself and really take care of yourself in that way and allow the Holy Spirit to develop you into the person he is, he has designed you to become on this earth. Come on, someone. There are several red flags when it comes to changing yourself for someone when you're already in a relationship or attempting to get into a relationship and this person wants to change you based on their preferences, okay? They want to change you to suit their preferences, to conform to their wants and desires. And it is right off the bat, probably self-seeking. It's self-seeking, self-serving. And we know that is not the true biblical definition of love, okay? That's another theme we've been breaking down on my channel. Sis, if you're new here, 
you know, I'm already going to recommend you to go straight over to Healed Woman on YouTube and immerse yourself in the resources that we have to offer in terms of in terms of relearning, unlearning toxic ways of viewing love and dating and relationships and relearning the biblical standard of love, godly partnerships and purposeful unions. Okay. So when we say it's not the true biblical definition of love, it is, we know in first Corinthians, what is that verse chapter? I don't want to get this wrong on air. That would be so embarrassing. I really want to say it's 13, first Corinthians 13. <laughs> don't quote me on that. And that is where we find the, or that's where I hope we're going to find the biblical definition of love. I should know this. I'm definitely chastising myself right now. And so we see that love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not, um, boastful does not envious it is not proud okay my dear so when we look at situations where people are acting in a very proud way they're very prideful they're boastful they're arrogant they're self-seeking that is not god's original design for love because god is love so that is not reflecting christ like love okay so red flag already if you're in a relationship and someone is exhibiting self-serving behavior okay love is sacrifice so let's talk about the ways that this manifests so first if someone is asking you to change physical like physically your physical appearance their slyly floating ideas such as cosmetic surgery plastic surgery a little lipo here or a little like nip tuck there or they're saying things like um if you would just lose 10 pounds, I might be attracted to you or you would have a chance with me if you weren't so, you know, I, I can't even say it like the words cannot even come out of my mouth right now because it's just so mean that someone would even say something like that to a woman. So we're not going to perpetuate any insults, but I wanted to give you an idea of what it would sound like if a manipulative person, you know, they're not going to come right out and say, you need to lose 10 pounds because if they are, I hope you are running in the opposite direction. <laughs> but they're going to say things in a very sly way to make it seem like, you know, if you would take it upon yourself to do this, to change, I might be attracted to you or I might want to be in this relationship with you or I would give you a chance. My dear, I cannot tell you how toxic that is, first, first of all. It is not inherently wrong to invest in your self-image. That's not what I'm saying, okay? We should all keep ourselves up according to our own physical standard, according to our own standard, personal standard rather, of beauty and health and like physical wealth and self-improvement. Remember, we, we were talking about self-improvement, okay? If you aspire to have, if you want to get snatched for the summer, you get snatched for the summer, my dear, okay? If you... You have a body that serves you, whether you are snatched or whether you are just living your life. Okay, I'm, I'm not trying to put like labels or, or standards on anyone. Like everybody is beautiful. Okay. And so the problem is when you are with someone who is constantly criticizing your appearance, floating ways for you to lose weight or alter your appearance so that they're even attracted to you. That's where the change is becoming toxic because this person does not love you for you, okay, my dear? This person is telling you that they are not in love with you as you are, nor do they love you for who you are, okay, my dear? The fact that someone would even think to, first of all, slyly insult you by telling you you need to lose 10 pounds and then attaching the 
the victim blaming, I would say that victim, like shifting the blame onto you, like, oh, I'm not attracted to you because you're overweight. No, <laughs> you're not attracted to me because you're insecure. That's what that's really hap- That's what's really happening in that situation. That person is projecting their insecurities onto you and making it seem like it's your fault that they can't be with you. It's your fault that they're not attracted to you. That's their problem. You are beautiful. Like everyone under the sound of my voice listening to this podcast right now is stunning, gorgeous, drop-dead gorgeous, okay? Just as you are. You do not need a man, especially a man who you might be in a serious relationship or even married to this man, telling you that you need to lose 10 pounds so that you can be more attracted to him, okay? And this is just an example. I know people may come for me in the comments. It's an example. Disclaimer, it's an example, okay? So I'm just saying this person is exhibiting that they are deeply insecure, okay? And honestly, that is a major red flag. You don't want to be in a relationship where someone is self-seeking, shifting the blame, and is deeply insecure about their own perception of self-image, about their own self-esteem, stuff like that. Like, you don't need someone dragging you down in that way, my dear. So I would say if the person desires for you to change physically and you do not have that same ambition to change physically like they are not motivating you to stay on your health diet or to stay on your um, health plan or they are not working out with you it's like they are literally just pointing the finger and saying like you need to lose weight that's not a change that we that's not a change that we support here at healed women ministry okay moving right along to the second red flag when someone is asking you to change for them could be or it could look like emotional manipulation okay so it might go back to the same body image situation that we were just talking about or it could be other things that this person is insecure about and so here we go again with the victim blaming and shifting of of the blame and responsibility onto you so they may say say things like if you weren't so careless you'd still be employed and i wouldn't have to pay all the bills Oh, you know how I already feel about that. Like if that is coming from a man to a woman and he is blaming you for not being able to contribute to the household, major red flag, major. He may say something like, if you take more care of yourself, I wouldn't have to flirt with other girls. So there he goes blaming you for being the reason why he is flirty or just wayward in his way talking to other girls. And these are, okay, so I only had two examples here. So one of them was a financial shifting of the blame where he wants you to get a job or he wants you to find some purposeful, gainful employment because he is essentially saying he's tired of of shouldering the financial burden of taking care of the home. My dear, (laughs) if you're with someone who cannot provide for you personally, that may not be your aspiration, but personally, we are not advocating for men who cannot provide for their household, including their wives and their children, okay? I understand we are living in 2022. Women are out here working and I love that for women. But personally, I would always advocate for the man being able to take care of his house, his woman, provide for, okay, to be the main provider. And if he is going so far as to insult you, saying that you're careless, that you're a terrible employee, that you need to start pulling your weight around here, he does not love you and he is coercing you to change because of his own inability to provide for you, okay? The second statement where he said, if you take more care of yourself, I wouldn't have to flirt with other girls. He is blatantly blaming you for a bad habit or a bad um, indulgence, I would say, or just, you know, just a really 
you know, is is cheating a habit? Like it's a decision, okay? It's a mentality and it is a decision that this person makes. It is not your fault, okay? He is literally blaming you, saying that, oh, you look so disheveled, you look so unkempt, you look so whatever he's saying that I literally have to talk to other girls because you're so embarrassing. He does not love you. He does not love you. He is using you as a scapegoat to be able to talk to other girls. He has found emotional security in you and he is getting that adoration and admiration from flirting with other girls and so he's really playing the field getting the best of both worlds and both parties both the women he's flirting with and you are suffering okay he's getting all of the benefits at your expense these are just minor examples of verbal insults and they are absolutely a red flag they're indicative of an emotionally manipulative man a very small man very small-minded man and I'm here to tell you, sis, that you deserve much better than verbal insults, degrading statements and comments and poor excuses for his wayward habits, you know, with women and just his poor approach to love in general. OK, his cheating has nothing to do with how you look and it has everything to do with him. OK, run the other way. If this man wants you to change your to change your habits or to change your way of maybe stepping out with him in public or if he is blaming you for his behavior of how he acts around other women he does not love you he is manipulating you he does not want you to change for his benefit he really just wants to continue using you and this is a terrible situation that i wouldn't wish on any daughter of the most high or any daughter in general okay this is not behavior that daughters of the most high are accepting at all now, let's wrap up with the final red flag when it comes to a man asking a woman to change, or it could be in the reverse, okay? I know I'm speaking primarily to women, but we can absolutely have a situation where a man, where a woman is asking a man to change and it is just as toxic in either dynamic. So last but not least, if a person is asking you to change when it comes to compromising your standards, values, or beliefs, that is another major red flag, okay? If a man is asking you to do something that goes against your personal beliefs, he does not love you, okay? I have said it three different ways over the course of these three different points that if a man is displaying any variation of these behaviors, of these wayward behaviors, he does not love you, okay? He's not asking you to change because he loves you. He is not working with you toward a common goal. He is self-seeking, self-serving, not self-sacrificing, okay? He does not love you according to the biblical definition of love. No matter what he says, no matter what comes out of his mouth, his actions do not align with his word, okay? My dear, a man that loves you wants to protect you, okay? He wants to protect you, not harm you or expose you to spiritual decay or emotional distress or bodily harm or anything, okay? He wants to take care of you. You are the crown of jewels on top of his head, okay? He doesn't want that crown to fall and be broken and shattered into a million pieces. He wants to take care of you because you are... I don't want to say you are the prize. We we know we are the prize. We know we are the precious jewels in his life. Okay, we know we are his crowning glory, but I don't want to reduce us to just, you know, an object of being the prize. But we are absolutely the light in his life, okay? So a man that wants to dim your light does not love you. Oh, I love that analogy. A man that wants to dim your light. If we are the light in these man's lives and a man wants to dim your light, he does not love you, okay, my dear? If the person in your life is saying things like, you provoke me so much, I can't help myself when I'm around you, what if we just try this, 
what if we just try that we don't have to go all the way if you can read between the lines you know what i'm referring to he is pushing limits okay he is testing you to see how far will you let him go sexually or physically or i can't think of another way in which a man would take advantage of you it could be financially as well if he's just like oh can i just hold 50 dollars? can can you borrow me can i borrow 50 dollars until the end of the month or you know can you pay this bill i'm in a bind like tinder swindler like red flag red alert tinder swindler okay he is pushing limits he's testing to see how far can i get with this woman how far will she let me go with her he's ultimately disrespecting your boundaries and again he does not love you we do not want to be in relationships where we are not loved where we are not cherished where we are not taken care of as the queens that we are okay my dear a man that would disrespect your boundaries does not love you my dear that is so important that you know that and that you let that sink in and that you begin to walk away from a love that hurts okay these three examples where a man is changing you or he is encouraging you to, to compromise your standards where he wants to change your particular approach to something via emotional manipulation, okay, or gaslighting, or he wants to change your physical appearance based on his own selfish, like, perception of beauty. That's a love that hurts, my dear, okay? So ultimately, when we think about those three instances, no, it is not healthy for you to change for a man if it involves any of those examples or circumstances okay as we wrap up this episode i pray that these questions and answers and insights have given you a little bit more to think about in terms of is it healthy to change for a person ultimately no it is not healthy and it's actually not even possible okay so i did promise that we were going to look at things from a spiritual point of view so in summary the man that wants to change you is not for you my dear plain and simple. The man that wants to change you or the woman that wants to change a man is not for you, okay? He is not in love with who you are at your core, okay? So this is not to say spiritually there is a verse in Proverbs that says as iron sharpens iron so a friend sharpens another. So we're not saying that you all won't sharpen each other, that you all won't challenge each other and challenge each other to grow and mature and evolve and really just move from glory to glory and faith to faith, okay? You all will bring out the best in each other and complement or even strengthen each other's weaknesses, okay, my dear? So I'm not saying that you won't change over time by entering into a relationship with the man God has for you, okay? Only with the man God has for you will you see positive changes and positive, a positive, I would say transformation and inner and, and an outer transformation into becoming the woman that God has called you to be in that marriage union, my dear. Okay. A man that wants to change you before he even puts a ring on it is not the man for you. Okay. And even within the marriage context, his MO, you know, his, his ulterior motive shouldn't be to change you and vice versa. You shouldn't be there to change your husband. Change comes from within, my dear. Change can really only happen by the power of the Holy Spirit by the urging of the Holy Spirit, okay, you will feel that urge where the Holy Spirit is telling you, I desire to elevate you, my dear. I desire to elevate you and it's time for me to take you higher and for you to go to that next level. It's going to require a next level version of you, okay? So let me prune you. Let me mature you. Let me strip you away of things that are not serving you in this season and let me pour into you resources and connections and knowledge and wisdom and discernment that you're going to need for the next season, the next level that I'm taking you to. And then I'm going to start to add people along your journey, okay? So in the spiritual context, God prepares both the man and the woman, okay, 
for, well, before he brings them together for a purposeful union. So God is in the business of changing and transforming lives, okay? And then he's going to bring those two transformed, healed, whole individuals together, okay, for a purposeful union. He's not uniting two broken people, okay? He's in the business of uniting healed people, okay, my dear? Two people who can pour into each other's needs emotionally, physically, sexually, okay, and financially. Remember, we talked about the man putting the financial provision on you. That's a reversal of roles, and it is a gross misuse of of God's original context for the man being the protector and the provider in the family, okay? The Lord is in the business of pairing providers with nurturers, okay? He's not going to pair you with someone who's going to complain about leading the home and providing for the home, okay? So that's, first of all, major red flag. If you have a man who is complaining about being able to support you and provide for his family, he is not a provider, my dear. He resents his role or he is unable to fulfill his role therefore he is projecting that onto you okay the lord is in the business of pairing kings with queens okay my dear he's not going to pair someone with a god complex who just wants praise and adoration and worship like he's some sort of god okay he's pairing a king and a queen together who realize their position in they realize their royal position in the kingdom and they are ready to step into their roles as kings and queens and they realize what comes with that role but they also realize the benefit of being paired with a king or with a queen okay so god desires to pair people to further the kingdom agenda okay everything is about furthering the kingdom agenda okay which means he will do the changing and the evolving and the developing according to his purpose and his will so just in summary my dear we can challenge people we can sharpen them, okay? We can introduce them to new ways of thinking, but ultimately we cannot change them and we should not allow people to change us, not in those manipulative ways that we talked about, okay? Change comes from within. So my dear, it is so imperative that you let God work on you in this season and run from the man that does not value who you are becoming. I can assure you, you are becoming a queen because God is in the business of making queens out of women and kings out of men, okay? So allow him to make, allow him to mold you into that beautiful queen that you're becoming and only stop to say yes to the man God has for you, to the king he has for you and don't settle for anything less okay my dear so i pray this word was an encouragement i pray i definitely answered any questions you may have regarding changing for a person and if you're in that situation run <laughs> run in the opposite direction and say the lord is the only person who can change me and i am only here for god's transformation and nothing else okay my dear so i encourage you to check out any other resources we may have on the healed woman social media or our youtube channel and i will see you in my next episode my dear so until then stay blessed If anything mentioned during this episode resonated with you, I would love to hear your feedback, sis. There are so many ways to connect with me. First, via email at samarab at healedwoman.org. That's S-A-M-A-R-A and the letter B at healedwoman.org. Or you can find me on social media. On Facebook, we are Healed Woman. And on Instagram, we are healed.woman. You can also submit questions to any of those platforms and I will do my very best to answer them here on my channel or on the podcast. So who knows, your question could be next. I'd love to connect with you, so don't hesitate to find me, sis.